real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to get to. Ah, sure we couldn't avoid it, could we? We did talk about the elections today. I don't want to talk about the elections per se. We're all kind of fed up a little bit, aren't we? You know, who got in, who got out, who's got... By the way, Catherine's a bone is out the door. Don't close it after you. There's a few more to follow, Catherine. Um, Rue Coppinger's gone. Shane Ross is gone. Regina Doherty's gone. And there's a heap of them gone. Good luck to them. And maybe, you know, the country would be better... When I say the country would be a better place, the government would be better run without them. Maybe. Because you voted, of course, to get rid of them, essentially. But... You also voted for Sinn Féin in your droves. And yes, I understand the Irish people wanted change. I get it. I get it. By the way, I don't believe Ireland was the worst country in the world. Yes, we have our problems, like every country in the world. We have a housing crisis, a housing problem. That's what you want to call it. We have a healthcare problem. We can't seem to get right for the last 20 years. Um, Yes, we have problems. But we have the lowest unemployment rate. We're not skint. We have a pretty decent society. We're fairly civilised. We don't have too much poverty. When you talk about real poverty, I'm not talking about what Bernardo is called poverty. I'm talking about a little kid sitting by a stream poking a piece of his own poo in the stream. That's poverty, you know, with no food. That's real poverty. But you voted for Sinn Féin. And as much as I wouldn't have agreed with you, you did. And the people spoke. I mean, that's entirely your decision. But... The Sinn Féin TD for Waterford, David Cullinan, has defended, by the way, his shouting up the rah to a Republican meeting in Waterford after his empathetic uh, or emphatic success in the general election yesterday. Now, he did actually uh, speak about it tonight. I'm going to play that for you in a few minutes, but let's have a quick listen to the actual clip of what he said and how he said it in the context. Yesterday was a very emotional day for, for me. And I think for candidates across the country, it was a long council and obviously we were actually i'll tell you what i'm going to play the clip first because that's the uh, the wrong bit okay okay that was that that's it's that's not the bit i was looking for there you go uh, embarked on a hunger strike with bobby sands and all of those comrades he was the h-block candidate here in this constituency and what a fantastic moment it must be if his family are watching on and people in the north are watching on to see Sinn Féin get over 20,000 first preference votes Strikers, they didn't break Bobby Sands and Kevin Lynch. They'll never break us, they'll never break Sinn Féin. And what we say is up the Republic, up the Rath, and Chucky Arlor. Yeah, there's no mistake in what he said there. Up the Republic, up the Rath, and Chucky Arlor. Now, we were told that the IRA and Sinn Féin are not two cheeks of the same arse. When clearly they are, because not only that, you had Desi Ellis yesterday and his supporters um, singing Come Out Ye Black and Tans. Let's have a quick listen to some of that if we can, all right? Okay. Here's his Desi Ellis and his supporters. There's Desi and his supporters talking about the IRA and the Black and Tans. I know it's only a song, but we all know what the song is about. We all know the implications of that song. All right, in the 1970s in a pub at 12 o'clock on a Saturday night in a lock-in when you're pissed out of your head and you're a RAS supporter, but not an accounting centre. Now, in saying that, there has been a response by, with Mary Lou by his side, David Cullinan said tonight. But I get the, the I, I, I'm getting what he's saying here. But he's not really apologising, is he? Yesterday was a very emotional day for, for me. And I think for candidates across the country, it was a long count. And obviously, we were very excited and, and very proud of the vote that we got yesterday in Waterford. The 30-second clip was part of a, a, a broader, a longer uh, speech that I gave where I was reflecting back on uh, the hunger strikes, reflecting back on the fact that Kevin Lynch uh, stood in the Waterford constituency back in 1981. He was someone that inspired me uh, and inspired, I think, many Republicans. The comments were made in that context. Uh, I know some people will think, and maybe some of the media, I saw some of the quotes saying that this was a comment about the here and the now and, and, and the future. They weren't. It was reflecting back on that time in Irish history that I'm proud of and those hunger strikers. And it was, I suppose, part of the excitement of the night when we were celebrating that victory. But my comments were about the past. They're not about uh, the future. The IRA is gone, as everybody knows, and I celebrate that. The same as anybody else. But why did you say Chucky Arlar and up the Ra? Well, anyway, 
Uh, he said he never distanced himself. I have never distanced myself from the IRA or from Bobby Sands and the people who died on a hunger strike or those who over 100 years were involved in the armed struggle. Mind you, he also mentions well, the IRA responsible for murdering a lot of people. But however, he said, that's no secret. I have no problem saying that. He also went on to say, we are a United Ireland party and we have never distanced ourselves from that. I do not agree with everything that the IRA did, but I would not distance myself from it. Why not? Why can't you distance yourself from the IRA? See, this is it. And when we, you know, the first people to say, oh, Sinn Féin, oh, no, we moved on. That was the past. Sinn Féin are now, you know, a force to be reckoned with, a political party. All that's in the past. All that IRA shit is in the past. But it's clearly not. Because there you got two elected representatives in the last two days, you know, supporting terrorism. Because that's what it is. The IRA are terrorists. There's no two ways about it. When you support the IRA, you're supporting terrorism. Saying up the rah is support for the IRA. Now, asked about the video, Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou MacDonald told RT61 News tonight she hadn't seen the video. It was the first she had heard of it. Ah, sure, yeah. She didn't know the context. She said, I've seen, uh, I haven't seen the video, to be honest. So this is the first that I've heard of it. And if that's the case, I, I don't know what the context of saying it, uh, of saying it was. And I assume it must be the Celtic Symphony or some or such. So David, no doubt, will make an explanation for that. Now, of course, that was the explanation David just gave there a few minutes ago. I'm going to try and get you a little bit of audio of Mary Lou as well, because she has spoken about it now since uh, in the last couple of hours. I want to know, are you concerned by this? Sinn Féin will have us believe, and did have us believe, that they were nothing to do with the IRA. They were distanced from the IRA, that the IRA was a thing of the past, although there are still the continuity IRA, of course, in the North, who are still causing a fair few problems. Actually nearly set a bomb off and killed innocent people last week. Thankfully, the PSNI uh, nipped us in the bud. But the question I'm asking you is, does it concern you? Clearly not, because you all voted in your droves. But is that concerning? Let's go back a little bit in time. Let's say we go back to November. And Leo Varadkar. No, not even Leo, because he was the Taoiseach. Let's not put somebody that high up. Owen Murphy was out some night, uh, you know, celebrating with some, you know, political colleagues over some legislation. And went, up the rah! How long do you think he'd be in a job? You would be demanding the following day that he be removed and ask for resignation. I'm pretty sure of it. But yet we allow Sinn Féin to behave like that. Why? We all understand that they are a party who are dedicated to a united Ireland. We understand that. That's coming, by the way. That's coming. And I don't want to. I don't want to be around for that. But anyway, that's coming. But what I'm saying to you is, do they need to do? Do they need to behave that way? This is reminiscent of the 1970s. This is aggressive language, mind you. Mary Lou herself, at the end of her speech last year, didn't she chuck Chukir Law as well? This is language from the IRA, from the Republican movement. And I thought Sinn Féin said they want to distance themselves and move away from all that. They're now a political party to be recognised as a political party and to be trusted. Billy, you're on Classic Hits. If you want to text us, by the way, the number's 87 Billy. Hello, Niall. How are you keeping? Does it worry you when you hear that kind of rhetoric? How could it not worry you? Mm. It's, it's an absolutely ridiculous situation. Um, can you imagine on Friday night thinking that we would have had... 22% each way for the parties on Saturday just to start off by saying that. But I can tell you now, if David Cullinan had said that last Thursday, he probably wouldn't have been running. Mm. And he's not the only one, by the way. There's also video going around of a campaign. I won't say which party member it was, but they had a van with speakers on the top playing uh, Up the Ra. Ooh, ah, Up the Ra. So, I mean, well, you know what I mean? It's not just these two. Well, no, I think it's, it's a important. rhetoric. It's a, it's, a, it's a Sinn Féin rhetoric, isn't it? It's important to remember that since 1970, the IRA have killed six members of Angarda Shiakana and a member of the Defence Forces. And how many how many people have gone to prison for those? Mm-hmm. Not many. Uh, the murders of Jerry McCabe were released under the Good Friday Agreement, but still, there were criminals in this in this state. You know, it, it's just reprehensible. And Sinn Féin's attitude towards the Special Criminal Court and wanting to get rid of it because of the actions of... It's there because of the actions of people who were members of the IRA in the past. Well, I mean, the IRA are estimated to have killed between 69 and 94, the Troubles, so to speak, or what we define as the Troubles, killed 1,800 people. Six- you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that this, like people's memories are so short of what happened between the 70s and, and up. And I'm sure they will say, oh, that's... Well, I, that's I mean, okay, but, 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 I, but okay, I have no problem 
with former members of the IRA. Because there are former members of the IRA and there still are, I think, some who would be still with Sinn Féin. Many have moved on now and obviously Sinn Féin have moved on. But there are former members, you know, Martin McGuinness, I suppose, the most prominent recently who passed away, right? So the former members of the IRA. But I would have hoped, and the whole idea and what we're being told constantly all the time is, we've moved away from that. We understand that's what, that's what Sinn Féin were about 20, 30 years ago, but that's not what we're about now. We're, moved, we're a political party now. Yes, we have the same values. Uh, yes, we're a Republican party. Yes, we're a United Ireland party. But we've moved away from supporting a group of terrorists. Well, obviously, if the scenes in Waterford are anything to go by and if the scenes in the RDS are anything to go by, they haven't. There's still an underbelly there. And you mentioned that they're talking about a United Ireland in the future. How would you, if you were a unionist who was maybe considering a United Ireland, feel if you saw that type of rhetoric coming out of them to, over the last couple of days? I, I tell you now, I, and I spoke to somebody on the phone about a friend of mine earlier on where we were talking about this, and of course under the Good Friday Agreement the Secretary of State has to call uh, for a border poll, and there has to be an appetite for it, which he doesn't believe there is at the moment, by the way. So I can't see that Mary Lou is not the one that makes that decision, and she never will be. But in saying that, if it ever happened and we had a a similar situation where we had a referendum like Brexit, for example, for a united Ireland and it was an all-Ireland vote, um, which would I think would be grossly unfair, by the way, it should be just a vote of 1,700 people in the north of Ireland because they're the ones that actually affect. There's 50% of those people want to be British and want to remain British. And I could see, if that happened, civil war. Yep. And I don't want to be in this country for that. I wouldn't disagree. There is there is a, a percentage of people up there that would be violently opposed to unification with the with the republic. There's no doubt about it. And you know they they this type of thing that we've seen in the last couple of days only reinforces what they believe to be true about the other side. Okay, well, do me a favour. Just stay there for a second. I want to go to Tom as well. Tom, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tom? Hey, gentlemen, how are we? Is it fair to isolate two people? Well, I, I can think of three instances in the last couple of days where people have kind of right. had this rhetoric. Right. Look, I've, no, number one, I'm delighted Sinn Féin got as many seats as they did and all the parties on the left because people did send a message to the two main parties. We've had enough, okay? Moving away from that, I'm not saying it was appropriate what happened, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's... Look, lads, in the heat of the moment, this time the other, no, I'm not excusing it. But you know something? I think we're all being a bit hypocritical here. Because if we just go back five, six weeks ago, we had the, the, the present government or the outgoing government calling for us to commemorate the IRC in the black and tans. But right. that, yeah, but, and that lost them the election, most likely. I know it lost them the election. But you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, but that, okay, that was a decision made by Leo Varadkar, a bad decision, he was badly advised. I mean, if, we're, if, we're to go back to, if we're to go back to all the political parties... But, uh, but hang on, hang on for a second. He didn't shout up the tans or anything like no, that. No, no, you know, no, 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 Like I said, I'm not excusing that, and I've said that from day one. But let's look at it realistically. The origins of Fianna Fáil are out of the old IRA, right? The origins of uh, Fine Gael are, are from Owen McNeil, which was a fascist party. Now we have Sinn Féin, which is, uh, had links with the IRA and with the Troubles as well. So none of them can talk. We've had, four, we've had four weeks there of different papers with this, that, and the other about the, the RA, about Sinn Féin this, Sinn Féin that. And we've had a very biased campaign against, pitted against, Sinn Féin. And we've seen the ramifications of that now, okay? Biden haven't winning so many numbers. Now, the thing with Sinn Féin is, now that they've got the power, well, or have got clout, now it's time to put up or shut up. But okay? when, when you say there was a biased campaign against them... Nice. Did you well, read any of the Well, I, I did. Hold on. When you have a minister in Northern Ireland come out and accuse an innocent man of, of being a criminal. Now, Bertie Ahern did the same thing, by the way, to that man. Uh, but, yeah. the, but the following day, he stood up and apologised for it. But when you have a minister in Northern Ireland come out and accuse an innocent man with no evidence whatsoever of being a criminal, dial, dial, that, that warrants a public dial, apology dial, and he, would, and he wouldn't give it. They deserved it. Made those comments before he was minister. It doesn't make any difference. I'm not saying it makes any difference, okay? But let, let's look at it this way. Look at Bertie Hamm did the same thing. He came out and apologised. The same fella did come out and apologise as well. Tom, no, 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 hold on. He went to the house 
It's easy to sit down around the kitchen table and apologise to somebody, but he just hasn't done it publicly. What, what, what more do you want, like? I but, 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 but are you suggesting it isn't a story worth talking about when the family were crying no, out for no, notice no, and attention? In, in, look, listen. That, that young fella didn't get any justice, okay? Yeah. And I believe that family deserves justice, and it should be, it should be, it should be sorted, and it should be properly investigated. But don't get me wrong; it was bad timing for Sinn Fein. I understand that. But no, look, like I said, I'm not, I'm not coming across as Sinn Fein supporter. But what I'm, what I'm on about here is right. Where we are going back to where we were 12 months ago, fucking hypocritical, which is what we are. We're a bunch of hypocrites as a country. We'll say one thing and we'll do another. Sorry, Tom, is it? Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead there. Go. Tom, just want to raise a, a point that you made there about the political parties all coming from from the Easter Rising, which they have done, and even even coming to Gale would have been a split-off between pro and, treaty, pro and anti-treaty Sinn Féin. But everyone who took part in that part of history is long dead and buried. The people who are calling the shots in Sinn Féin, who potentially are in the Army Council, they took part. They have blood in their hands still. Look, listen, I'm not, I've never defended them, and I'm not defending the IRA. Okay? You're, 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 just, you're just making a point that, you know, they're all the same. All the parties are the same. They're really not. Because one, one set of parties oh, listen, listen, is, is historic. Listen, well, okay, here is the very here. modern. Sorry, what's your name again? I, I is, sorry, his name is Billy. Billy. Up to a couple of years ago, we had Fianna Fáil coming along on the posters of the Republican Party, this way, that way. Right? Now, what? They still have it. They still call themselves Republican they still, Party. Yeah, they still claim to be the Republican Party. Yeah, so, look, not so much anymore, I wouldn't imagine. But go on. I, look, I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to excuse what was said or whatever because I, I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to excuse it. But what I'm saying is we are being hypocritical to a point on this whole issue. Okay? Now, the way it stands at the moment, Sinn Féin do have a lot of power there now at the moment, which they do because of the amount of seats that they got. What you have to ask yourself is, why were people so disenfranchised to vote the way they did when the two main political parties... Billy, or should I say, Tom, I'm not not talking about that. And We talked about the elections today and and why people voted for Sinn Féin and I understand why they did. I don't necessarily agree with it, uh, but I don't believe there was an alternative and I think people wanted an alternative. They're crying out for change. I understand. I get all of that, okay? What we're talking about is Sinn Féin said, or they want to distance themselves from this connection of Sinn Féin equals the IRA, or two cheeks of the same arse, as has been described on many occasions. Which I hope they have. But they're clearly not. When you, when, you, when you see on a regular basis members of Sinn Féin using this kind of language, now Mary Lewis said tonight that she has asked her members uh, obviously not to be using throwaway comments. But, I mean, there was Desi Ellis yesterday and all his supporters singing Come Out You Black and Tans at the counting centre. Then you, then you have, um, you know, Mr Cullinan uh, shouting uh, Chucky Our Law up the Ra, up the Republic. Mind you, his own leader, Mary Lou MacDonald, last year at the end of her speech shouted Chucky Our Law as well. So, well, I, mean, I mean, what do you expect them to do? It's a, it's a phrase that has been associated with the IRA. Okay? Absolutely. But yeah, but look, our day will come. What, 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 I don't see anything wrong with it. All right, give them a there's, there's nothing wrong with the actual wording of it. Our day will come. It's Irish Australia. But it, as you're absolutely right in saying, it's a phrase like, that is associated with the IRA. But now, look, listen, we've got, we've got to, for the sake of this country now, going forward... Oh, Jesus, I sound like Michal fucking... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, go on. Tub a Cork accent in there and you'd be great. Go on, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, no, no. We've got to draw a line on the sand. And they've got they've, they've equal responsibilities to draw a line on the sand as well. And we try and take this country forward, hopefully to a better position to what it is. At the um, moment, because... Well, I, I personally can't see that happening, but go on, Billy. Sorry, go ahead. They're, they're politicians. They need to be held to a higher standard. I agree. They're the, pe- they're the people who represent the country on an international stage. I, Billy, I have, am not disagreeing with you in one way, shape or form. We have I'm to bear in mind that we're going into a trade negotiation now with the EU and the UK where a, a vote happens that, that has really changed the course of European history going See, forward. Just to clarify that, we're not going into these negotiations. No, 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 we're going, we're in going with into the these EU, negotiations. But Sky News, BBC, ITV, they're all in the poll centres. The New York Times, Washington Post, oh. CNN, they were all there. And what did they see? Desi Ellis singing commercially black and tan. And that's, look, broadcast, I... that's broadcast around the world and that's the Irish reputation on the line 
because of that type of behavior. When people start singing about the IRA, we're not the only people who remember the troubles. That's what, far and wide, and it's broadcast far and wide. How does that make us look as a country? Okay, well, stay there a second. I want to bring Maliki in on this as well. Uh, keep texting. Uh, the number is 87 um, Niall, uh, what was the what was he said? Oh, yeah, he said, um, what was it again? Up the Republic, up the Rand, Chuck Law. Maliki, you're on Classic Kids. Joan, I'll be with you in a second. Maliki, go ahead. Good evening, Niall. Um, you know, he, is, I, he hasn't withdrawn his comments. He's just explained them. So he hasn't actually kind of really apologised for well, what he said. He, he said he was taken by the moment. Why should he apologise? Well, because it's rhetoric that we wouldn't like. We want to see the Sinn Féin would be distancing themselves Half from. a million people voted for Sinn Féin in this election. As people know, I'm not a supporter of the provisionals. But, you know, the, the problem we have in this country amongst the political class and the establishment class is that they cannot accept the will of the people. They couldn't accept it in Lisbon. They couldn't accept it at other t- in, in the other in Maastricht, I think, where we had to go back and vote twice. Right? The British people, uh, establishment couldn't accept, and the, and the Irish establishment couldn't accept the fact that the British people voted to leave the European Union. And you know they're incensed. I mean, the establishment in this country and in Western Europe would actually do away with elections and any form of democracy unless they couldn't guarantee the outcome. For a hundred years, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael have shared power between them. And people have now copped on to no, that. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with that tonight. But you are. I'm well, well, you okay, well done to Sinn Féin and their success. Great, I'm delighted for them. I, I personally wouldn't be voting for them, but look, for everybody who did, I'm delighted you got what you wanted, right? But this kind of gurrier behaviour... No, you see, the establishment is trying to deny the people what they voted for. And, you know, we're not going to talk to them. And, you know, we're not going into government. And they'll bankrupt the country. No, 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 hold on. Leave all that aside. I'm talking about this rhetoric. This singing the black and tans, Chucky or Law, up the ra. Yeah, okay, this is language that reminds everybody, and puts the fear of God in okay, many people, the, of the IRA. That's nonsense. How, well, I mean, oh. hold on a second. If Owen Murphy or Simon Harris or uh, anybody, Leo Varadka, had a shout at up the ra going back six, six, seven weeks ago before the election was called, I guarantee you their job would have been on the line the next morning. Well, I, I think Martin or Joe, I'd have been totally shocked had any of well, them shouted up the ra. <laughs> so would I, because they have more sense. Because they have done everything in our No, because they have more sense. To, because, because, I mean, there's a way of behaving yourself as a politician. And this is, if you're an elected representative, which Desi Ellis is, and also Mr. Cullinan is, uh, David Cullinan, when you're elected representative, just, well, they were just literally so elected. There's own. a way of behaving yourself. Hold on, they're speaking to people who voted for them. They're, all, they're no ilk. They're with, ilk. Half a million people voted for them now. So, yeah, so the half a million people in Ireland would shout up the raw and chuck your well, Lord. Half a million people on this side, in, in this state, uh, and leaving aside the people that voted for them in the north in, in the earlier election. On the, on the grounds that Mary Lou obviously is saying that they're now a political party, they don't want to be associated with the IRA, you know, that's not the who they are anymore. We're now the United Ireland Party, that's what we are. Hold on. The, the term Chuck Yarlow was forced by I know what it is. I know, I know what it is. But we all and know it, what it means. On. And it encompassed the, the Armalite and ballot box strategy. And that has shifted more, obviously, totally now to the ballot box strategy. But we don't, so, when anybody, if somebody hears the words Chuck Yarlow, what's the first thing you think of? Our day will come. No, that's not, no, Malachi, that's what you think of. You're a Republican. What's the first thing the majority of people think of when they hear the phrase Chuck Yarlow? The they think of the IRA. The they majority. think of the troubles and the IRA. That's what they don't. think of. The when they hear up the ra, what's the first thing they no, think of? The vast majority of people, young Murder. people particularly in this country who voted in this election, couldn't care less about what happened in the North. Remember, the, the war in the North is over 20 years ago. You know, and well, you, you, would, yeah, you would like to think it is, but unfortunately there is still some people bored out of their head up there, splinter groups, that are still going around planting bombs. Well, no, 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 there is actually no evidence to say that any Republican group was involved in, in, in the alleged attack or attempted attack last week. And if you look at the pictures, it, it was one of the most crudest and one of the most inept. This is the, this is the bomb on Belfast yeah. Dock. And, yeah. and, you know, 
because of the election, people didn't actually get around to inquire into that. But I. What do you think that was bad? Do you think that was just to get uh, Sinn Fein bad press? I, I think it was an attempt to increase the, the, as things often happen in the north, and to increase the security spending for the for the security service. Okay, well, do, do we we'll stay, we'll, we'll stay there, Malachi, just a second. Let me go to Joan as well. Joan, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, dude. Hello, Nile. How are you? Uh, Joan, how would you feel if you were in an accounting centre and people start singing "Come Out You Black and Tans" and up the ra? Ah, yeah, well, I mean, I just would remember the years I was in Peace Train and what I met up there. Now, let's be fair in every way. First of all, I think Sinn Féin got the biggest surprise that they got so many votes because if not, they would have put more candidates forward, right? Mm-hmm. Now, so United Ireland, people who may not be desirous to have the, that government made up of Sinn Féin, who have much baggage. And the names have been mentioned there. I won't repeat them again, but just to say that one name mentioned had spent 10 years in jail. And beside Mary Lou yesterday, she was thrilled to bits that he was elected. Now, one would well, well, with the greatest respect, well, the, well, well, I, okay, people, I mean, there are people who have been elected all over the world who have been in jail. candidate that stood in this election, yeah. and the people have spoken, whether I like it or not. I, no, I, no, I'm Maliki, hang on, I'm, I'm Maliki, I'm not going to disagree with you. I accept that people and times can change, and I accept that. I, I do accept that. But in saying that, we're now living in the now, 2020. Uh, sorry, Joan, the point you're trying to make. Yeah. Can I come in? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Finish what you were saying, Joan. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a a gentleman today, a neighbour, and we both came to a kind of a conclusion that there is quite a huge number of people who originally lived in the north living in Dublin. And we also found on certain articles written that a lot of former IRA people have gone into drugs. Now, if I were to think logically on that, I would say, yes, there was the increase of so many people who voted for Sinn Féin. Because our younger people don't want to know all the damage that was done, but the day will come that if damage is caused in any way in the near future, disagreements, Mary Lou over in America saying, and Chucky our law, and all these things, they will be disappointed. And the younger people to realise, and they seem to think that they've the answers to everything. There's a wonderful article in yesterday's Sunday Independent talking about why aren't the younger people, whom we know put through, I'm sure, hundreds of votes, because each individual of those younger people, and they're right in one way, yeah, I want, I have a baby, I've nobody to support us. I want a house. I want this. Of course, yeah, because they like the promises. And let's be clear, by the way, these people, the young people you talk about under the age of probably 50, 60 years of age, they are post the troubles. So they don't, so many of them don't associate the the IRA and Sinn Féin. But yet, Nile, conversations with those people Wide awakening, nice. That they were digging up trouble, saying about Fred Carr, who hadn't been long enough in to be proven that he could do better things. And they were deeming them all, the whole lot of them. And yet they did not want to bring up what might be ahead of them. People may be very dissatisfied. I believe that people will get one shock. because and we Joan, all... you, you know, that's oh, all. Okay, on, okay well, hang, hang on, Joan. Just let Maliki respond to that. Sorry, go the ahead, reality Maliki. is... That, that Sinn Féin in government will in fact be no different than Fianna Fáil. Well, they can't cost That's the reality. anything, Maliki. You know, they the... were interviewed the other day by one of our top interviewers on the radio. I listened. He Is went through them like a bullet and he said uh, when he brought up all these different things and brought up about the younger people and brought about everything, they... Mary Lou being interviewed did not want to listen to one thing in the past. Now, we do know that there's ongoing things that have to be explained yet. But she couldn't cost anything. She remember, Nile. Well, that was, that was in, in the debate, by the way, she was pretty much the same. She didn't have a lot of figures. She didn't seem to be able to back up a lot of her own arguments. A lot of it seemed to be quite ambitious thinking. Uh, but I, I don't, again, but I don't, I don't, yeah, but Malachi, I don't want to focus too much on that. We all know that. It's too late now. They're, they were being voted in now anyway. Yes, but you see, the, 
establishment can't accept yeah, that the people... Hang on, hang on, Joan, hang on, Joan. And yep. the reality was people wanted change. And voting for Fianna Fáil wasn't change. People saw that Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil were fact, effectively the same. That well, they were you, you are absolutely right. And the biggest mistake the Fianna Fáil ma- made was going into a coalition um, with uh, Fine Gael because now they're considered to be both the same party by everybody. Whereas if that hadn't happened, Fianna Fáil might have got a few votes. Okay, well, they did get a few votes, but they got, might have got a lot more. Uh, okay, but Maliki, getting back to what we're talking about, is it not a case that Joan is right? Do we really want Mary Lou, or maybe not, but Mary Lou did say Chucky Ardor before, going over to bring over the, the I don't know, the, the, the shamrock over to Donald Trump in March and, you know, shouting from the, uh, I don't know, the podium on... Oh, the gay march, a gay march, yeah. Or whatever it happens to be, to be yeah. shouting Chucky Ardor. I mean, is that what we want is to represent well, I'm, Ireland? I'm sure if it comes to it, you know, in, in March, that the wokes will have some problem with our, anybody going over to Trump yet again because they hate him almost as much as they hate Sinn Féin. They hate people who will actually um, say something and not be concerned about, well, you know. Well, now, we don't want them to be so- shouting Chucky Harlow. We're just going to get back now to it. going to be shouting legit. Chucky Harlow. You know, I, I have been at functions all over the years when it's, you know, when you're with people of like mind. You know, nobody goes to mass, for instance, and shouts Chucky Harlow. You've got to remember that people were in an emotive state. They were after winning an election. Of course they were going Up to the ra. Is it accept- but Maliki, is it acceptable to shout when you know the cameras are on you? Up the ra. No, 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 Maliki, answer me a question, honestly. And just uh, yes or no. Is it acceptable to shout when you know cameras are on you? You've just won an election to shout up the ra. So because the cameras are there, people shouldn't react the way No, no I'm asking you, as an elected representative, is that an acceptable thing to shout up the ra? If you say... Up the ra. Support, just, in other words, support the IRA who killed an estimated 1,800 people. Is that an acceptable thing to say? They were talking about the Provisional Army which has left the stage. It's gone. I'm just it saying. It would be in Maliki's eyes, Nile. It would be in Maliki's eyes. I remember him many a time yes. when we had peace train gatherings. I have remembered Maliki. We will tell you, the corporate tax investment, Nile. We will find that big... Corporations won't come in here, and um, this maybe is scare tactics again. Yeah, that may no, well be this is Mary Lou saying she had no cost of anything. She has never been proven Hold to on. be head of a. a po- I Hello? don't think anybody in Sinn Féin is going to be lectured to by the two parties who, who brought this country to bankruptcy. Well, she's, rather than accusing well, Féin she's, already, she's already said that she was going to increase corporation tax anyway, which would probably scare the living bejesus out of every multinational in the country. Well, anyway, we, we cross that bridge when we come to it. But Maliki, so getting back to the point that I was trying to make, and what I'm trying to focus on here today is the language and the rhetoric and, you know, and the fact that you know, the IRA equals Sinn Féin. Or, well, certainly Sinn Féin equals the IRA when it comes to support. Uh, because clearly, members of Sinn Féin still support the IRA. I'll make two yep. points. Firstly, Niall, over in Galway, in, in Galway West, I think, uh, or that Galway Mayo constituency, the returning officer said that people shouldn't have a tricolour in, in the... Um, in the count centre because it was insulting to some people. What kind of a country is that we're living in? And, and you know, the vast bulk of people who voted for Sinn Féin didn't vote for the IRA. And it's very clear that the Forder Sinn Féin <laughs> has distanced itself from, from the IRA and from republicanism. Well, then the, the bigger the vote to come. Okay, but wait, but wait, you mentioned earlier on, Joan, the peace train, right? And you mentioned Maliki. Did you know Maliki? Oh, yeah, I knew Maliki then, yeah. He, just, he didn't know me, but well, I knew well, him. Yes, because I used to be on, on Chris Barry show on 104, which many is a time A long, ago, long, right? long time ago. Yeah. And what was with the peace train? What were you doing, Maliki? I was protesting against the peace train because yeah, the peace train was... Yeah, you sure were, Maliki. You were just great. against it. Oh, right, OK. Right. Um, and I think there's a Sunday Tribune article. So there's a bit of history between the two of you. Oh, yeah, there was history of Maliki. We watched him quietly. He was there to protest all the time. And when he came onto your programme, I, Maliki, uh, I did show respect. I didn't bother reminding you about it, but oh, this occasion has come up. And you're very, very Sinn Féin with half an eighth of something else. Well, he's not, he's not Sinn Féin anymore, but he is still Republican. You he become... used to be a Republican. Yeah. Sorry, a Republican. No, he still is a Republican. He doesn't deny that. No, I know that, yeah. So, Maliki, what would you do? Would you be protesting against the peace train? Why would you do that? The peace train was that they were selective in, in the um, events that they protested against. They never once... Let me finish, Joan. The peace train hey. never... No, no, let him finish. Let him finish, Joan. It was run by the Workers' Party at the time and Prunchies de Rossa and, and uh, the, the Reverend Chris Hudson is a reverend now. And um, your man who's atheist Ireland now, I can't remember his name. Uh, Nugent, John Nugent. Yeah, they were all involved. They were all liberal, middle-class people. 
who condemn... Well, hang on, man, hang on, let him finish, Joe, let him finish. Republican violence, and particularly the, the attacks uh, to, to stop the trains and blow up the tracks and that. But they never once condemned the murders that were being carried out by loyalists oh. or British forces. <laughs> you were no, never there, Joe. Oh, OK, we'll talking. go on, we'll go on well, very quickly, John, right. because I need to move back okay. to the topic. But you never, you might have condemned that, but you never condemned the murders that happened. Yeah, Niall, I, I did I did a film with um, uh, Michael, um, what do you call that comedy fellow over in England, just can't think of his second name, uh, Michael Palin. And I did all sorts of things on the peace train and all of that. And I did a documentary recently for a radio programme on it. And I can tell you this much, that the peace train ended up being responsible for the peace to get into a train from north to south. Sam McCautry, well known. It was wonderful. And I remember, uh, believe it or not, some might think it's funny, we were in the Derry, in the Guildhall, and I remember Sam McCarthy, we were all sitting up at the table, and a guy of young fellas, silly old young fellas, 14 years of age, came in with uh, cardboard boxes on their head, and Sam McCarthy said, these silly old guys, will you get out or show your faces? We had lots of experience. I went over, you know, the two little boys that were killed in Warrington? Yes. I was part of that trip. Mary Robinson was president at the time and we went over, saw all of that. We did lots of things and it's the first documentary that I did recently and so far I got hundreds of Again, uh, John, likes. you're very selective and, and that bears out the point that I've just made. If you take what happened after Warrington, you had the... the, the Hang on, hang on, John. Hang on, John. Just, just, just second peace movement here. I think I can't rem- remember the, the woman's train. name. It started on um, Live Line. And I met and met that woman and her husband who, and her daughter. Who and I heard of her? Across town. Just before she was going to meet the Secretary of State in the North. And I said to her, if you're genuine about being concerned about children being killed, you raise with them the, the deaths of Brian Short and Julianne Livingston and other people who have been shot by the Brits with plastic bullets and see what the reaction is. OK, well, 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 let's move away from that anyway. I, I, I'm just was curious about the, the connection between the two years. Now, anyhow, obviously, no, you know each other. Well, don't know each other, but have had dealings with each other. Uh, stay there, please, guys. Let me just go to John. John O'Dea on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Good evening, how are you? John, I mean, OK, getting back to the original uh, conversation, we started off talking about Desi Ellis, and also then we had, uh, you know, David Cullen on the water for TD, elected TD, shouting, you know, up the rod, up the Republican, Chucky Erlon, and uh, Desi Ellis and his gang singing, oh, come out to black and tans. Is this acceptable, this rhetoric? No, it's not. I mean, it's dinosaur rhetoric to me. I mean, I thought we'd moved away from that. Um, as Just as previous been said, there are the young people out there now that would remember the conflict in the north and they went out and they voted. They voted for change, right? And the only change they could see was the, the politics and the policies of Sinn Féin, right? Now, uh, as you know, I'm a member of Ian too, right? So we consider ourselves the only... Eastern Republican Party in the country because we don't well, believe... They, they didn't do too well, unfortunately, John, but I mean, I know Pater Tobin got in it. He himself. did, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. We, okay. we, we got good votes in the rest well, of the I mean, We, we, did, we didn't qualify... Well, only well, yes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I suppose yeah, we, we didn't qualify for the, the funding, unfortunately. We didn't get the 2%, but look, we'll move on. But the thing is, we don't believe in... And I know Maddox is pro-life, like myself. We don't believe in murdering unborn children. Sinn Féin do, because they support the abortion. Simple as that. So we are the only decent Republican party in the country. As far okay, as okay, okay, okay. John, okay, no, well, well, hang on, hang on, Maliki and John. There's no point going down this route again because, look, the election is over. People have voted, so there's no point in, you know, telling us who... Yeah, who well, 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 no, 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 no. I want to get no, back to what I'm talking about. No, yeah, well, I'll I, I address that. What I want to see now is, right, the numbers are there. This kind of rhetoric now, you see, now will be played out again possibly tomorrow, now in the media, now in the papers, right? And there are people still on the, on the fence as regards in the different two parties, right? I mean, the Blue Shots and Fianna Fáil, to know whether they're going to government or not or whether they'll go together to keep Sinn Féin out, right? But the thing is, like, the people around the fence now are hearing this, like, and they're, they're, they're concerned, right? Which a lot of people are concerned. So what they should do now is stop this kind of rhetoric now. They should tell the likes of the Daily Ellis of this world now to just stop this, right? Because what we need now, what this country fucking will need now, we want to get these people into a room, right? And because it seems to be the obvious choice, because to me, the blue shots need to go for a long, long time into opposition, right? Into the, the benches. What we need to do is get Mihal Martin, Mary Lou and their people into a room and light a good Friday agreement above, leave them there, right? And if the Chinese could build a factory prefabricated and all as it was in three days, surely by this time next week, we should have a government, right? 
uh, with Sinn Féin and Michal Martin, because the country is hemorrhaging. We see as late as Saturday an all evening echo here, where pictures of the inside of the corridors of the Limerick Hospital was something like you'd see out of a, a war. And it's well, not good enough. To be fair, it took them seven days to build the hospital in China. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nile. It's more of a building rather than a hospital. But well, you can see, yeah, but, well, go on, okay, sorry, Joan, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what was most important in this election was talking about the economy. In fact, they talked very little about crime. And our economy will always change when we're paying out for what is happening after crime, people who are killed. Now, I'm just talking in a general way on this, I'm not relating it to anybody, but the general, um, I thought, was very bad that they didn't talk enough about crime. Regardless Regarding the economy, at least Fine Gael were honest in saying the economy is very different from, from what everybody individually wants. And John, may I say to you that the hospital that you're speaking about, my daughter-in-law happens to be part of the, she, got, uh, she was working in Crumlin and she took two years out, I think, for uh, preparing um, geographically all what was needed for nurses and everything. It will be a hospital that in about 10 years' time, the number of babies will be saved okay, for okay, 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 that's a completely different topic. Okay, uh, okay. let's stay there, please, guys. Um, I want to just go to... Stay there, please, John and Maliki. Um, I want to go to Paul. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. Aidan, Paul? How are you doing, Niall? Uh, Paul, do you see anything wrong with this kind of, you know, uh, up the Republic, up the Ra, Chucky or Lahore, this kind of language that is used by some members of Sinn Féin? Do you see anything wrong with it? Nothing whatsoever. Nothing whatsoever. You see nothing wrong with bringing us back to the days of the IRA, and every time people hear that, they think of murder, they think of terrorism, they think of bullets, they think no, of they bombs going Niall. off. Yes, they do. They don't. Of course they yes, do. They don't. Yes, Niall. Yes, Niall. And they should think of what has gone on in the past. Nobody, no Irish person in this country, as far as I'm concerned, should forget their history and how this country was built in the first place. Yeah, but you don't, you wouldn't hear, say, Leo Varadkar standing up on a podium going, Oh, Padraig Pierce. No, but he was very close. Yeah, to with the Brits. Yeah, with the Brits. He was very close. No, 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 hang on. I know when he when he recommended the RIC commemorations, but the, you still you wouldn't hear that language. I'm talking about the language, and you know that's the kind of gurrier material, is it not, Paul? No, it's no. not gurrier material. Paul, you wouldn't stand. You wouldn't stand there shouting Chucky Arlon up the raw, would you? I wouldn't be hanging around with you drinking out with you on a Saturday night if you started that carry on. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, but then. But they're elected representatives. They should know better. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, You see, you keep going back to elected representatives. (laughs) Right? Explain elected representatives to me. Voted by the people. They're normal people. Yeah, but they they might be normal people, but they have a set of standards that should be higher than us. Right. No, we're all but human beings. Would you understand that? Sorry, sorry, John, go ahead, yeah. I said, look, whatever path you come from, whatever, when you go in in a situation like that, you have a huge responsibility. You're quite right. You are elected by the electorate. You're put in there to do a job, right? But you also must lead by example. And the last thing we need to know is this kind of shit coming up from now and then and didn't foreign correspondence reporting and whatever. Mm. We need to get this country back on track, like, and we need these people you know, to move on in the present day. I don't want North Tokyo laws anymore. I want them to address the health, the social housing, I, I the people either, in the wilderness, the and whatever. I, I don't either. Well, the, well, then, well then why are you defending us? What I'm saying is that the people of Ireland should never forget history. They should never get forget no. the people who no, fought. No, but hang on. Nobody is telling anybody to forget history. I mean, we can, we can talk about 1916 to myself and John have had great no, conversations no, about that. You, so nobody should forget history, but we do have to move on as well. Do you know what? I've, I've been asking myself all night, and I, I, I listen to your shows constantly, but I've been asking myself all, all night, is Classic FM now part of RTE? Because it just seems to be all night a Sinn Féin bashing. Because, because, hold on, because the individuals who made these comments deserve it. They deserve a passion. They shouldn't speak like that. Should even Mary Lou tonight have told them to watch their language? Now, this is all diversionary tactics 
by the establishment to raise these issues. And by the way, if it was RTE, Paul, you wouldn't be on the air. But however, sorry, go on. Yes, sorry, Malachi, go Fair comment, Niall, fair comment. I wouldn't be on the air now. I wouldn't. You wouldn't do that on the live line. Yeah, go on. No. Good afternoon, good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to the live line. Hey, then, Paul. How are you doing? Thanks. No. Yeah, Malachi, sorry, what, continue. What's go on. Gone, but what's gone wrong, Niall, with the media? We're, we're, we're like getting... It's lies left, right and centre. You see, we're continually being told week what before we the election, and what we can think. Sinn Féin was bashed by RTE. Where, on the debate? Yes. Well, I mean, but hang on. They got, she had, I mean, the, in fairness to Miriam O'Callaghan and uh, David McCullough, they had a go at both of them. Hold on, no, do you, all three of them. Do you accept, they had no, a better go at Mary Lou the week before the election. She, well, yeah, but Mary, I, no, I genuinely thought, and to be honest with you, I didn't really have too much of an opinion because we didn't touch election stuff here. We decided to make a conscious effort not to do it, right? Because everybody else is doing it. But when I watched the debate, I thought out of the three of them, and I can't stand Leo Varadkar. I cannot stand the man, right? Um, but, but I'm sure he's a nice fella as a person, right? Because I don't know him, right? But I'm talking to him as a politician, I can't stand him. But I actually thought he came across as the most sincere on the night. I know him better than you, Niall. Oh, yeah. Did, would you uh, not agree, I, Paul? Mary was unprepared. <laughs> and, and in fairness to Hall, who I really like, he was diddering. Diddering. He hadn't a clue. I don't know where he was going with his conversation. He just, I mean, he was so unprepared. And Mary was completely unprepared. She didn't even have figures. The only one who came across as knowing what they were actually talking about was Leo Varadkar. And I don't even like him. Michael Martin's whole strategy during this election was to do down Sinn Féin. They were the target. And it failed on them. And anybody in the. Is that normally what happens? But Malachi, that's normally what happens in an election, isn't it? No. What happened? Backfired badly, Noel. Backfired know, badly. Oh, it did, yeah. It has to be accepted that there was a bias in RTE against Sinn Féin. And that's very clear right through the topics that were raised that were continually no, raised, issues that were entirely irrelevant. And a half a million people said all of those issues were irrelevant because they went out in their droves and voted for them. But is, is there a scepticism in the media? And I don't mean, I just don't like Sinn Féin, right? That's just a personal, I'm quite entitled to say that. You're quite entitled to challenge me on that if you want to, right? But is, has there been, if you take, go back to the troubles, Maliki, has there been a scepticism of Sinn Féin? I know, I, I, I know that, Paul. So anybody who's outside of the Jeez. establishment box, and I, I, I'm not so sure why they still see Sinn Féin as being outside of the establishment box, because they're very quickly moving into that space. But there, this state for 100 years has been controlled, and, and people you know, go from Fianna Fáil to Fine Gael, and there has never been any difference between them. And, you know, they both left the Republican movement at different stages, just as, as provisional Sinn Féin did. You know, and they're the new Fianna Fáil. And in, in, in five or six years, we'll be sitting on, on this programme talking about whether there's going to be a merger between Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin. And that's where we're going. And this whole nonsense that they're currently talking about a border poll, it's not going to happen. And even with those, the new legislation in Britain says that, that, that it totally changes the Good Friday Agreement, which nobody even added an idea about where a simple majority is no longer enough. No, 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 can you throw this in the mix? Yeah. I left this country in the 70s, right? A country that was just kind of starting to rebuild itself, right? And I come back 27 years later to a country that was on its knees by FG and FF politics. And it's, and it, but, okay, when, when you when you say on its knees, I'm by the way, I'm not a fan of Fianna Gael, and I'm not a fan of Fianna Fáil either. If I was to pick one of the two, it would probably be Fianna Fáil, right? Only because my dad did all the time, right? And we were a Fianna Fáil family, I suppose, I, right? I was a, but okay, I'm from a Fianna Fáil family. Okay, but the, but yeah, but the point I'm making is, yeah, look, it's, the country's not perfect. We have a big, big housing problem. Uh, we have a, a massive problem in the H, uh, in the end, uh, the HSC, which we've had for the last twenty years, mind you, um, and no government has seemed to be able to sort it out. Uh, be it Labour, be it the, the Progressive Democrats at the time, nobody's been able to sort that problem out. But the point is, it's not the worst country in the world. It's, but hang on, hang on, Paul. We've the lowest rate we've ever had of unemployment. Um, we seem to have plenty of money. Uh, it's just a matter of how we're spending it. So what I'm saying is, it's not the worst country in the world. You think it was a cesspit? The way you're I'll, talking I'll about. Pick it. You, I'll, I'll right. pick you up on one point: the lowest unemployment rate. Right? Yeah, it is. There's lots of figures can get, can add up to this. There's a company that was transferred from England to here. I won't mention their names to find people employment. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, some contract with the social welfare. I know them, I, yeah. Yeah. Each job they found, they were getting paid 10,000 euro for, right? They were putting people is it, into is it that, jobs. Do they get that much? I didn't know they got that much. Let me finish my point. They were putting people into jobs. Say people that lived in the country and were, say, six, ten miles away from, from the local town. They were putting people into jobs there and expecting them to get from A to B off their own like their little petty social welfare payment that they were just about surviving on for a week. With all well, yeah, I, I, I do agree there was an awful lot of manipulation of the figures, but I genuinely believe we do have the lowest unemployment rate. The problem is, is that Dublin and Ireland, with Dublin in particular, has become a very expensive place to live in, and that has affected people and disenfranchised people and also caused it a huge problem for people to get somewhere to live, and particularly young couples who, who want to own a home. Uh, stay there, lads. Uh, I, I don't want to go into, the, you know, obviously the whole policies too much. Let's get back to what we're talking about, obviously, in relation to Sinn Féin. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Is it acceptable for a public representative, someone elected TD, to use language like up the ra, Chucky Arlor, up the Republic? Uh, somebody said, uh, Paul is your typical Sinn Féin IRA supporter. Paul, do you, do you support the IRA? I don't support the IRA. <laughs> and never have done. Ever in my life. Well, so well, then do you connect Sinn Féin and the IRA in your head? I do connect them, yes. Well, then how can you turn around and say, I don't support terrorism and I don't support the IRA, but I support a party who supports them? I'm. What I'm saying is that Irish people should never forget their history. I know, I'm, not, and, I'm not suggesting they should. Yes, right. and, but also... Um, the votes are in. Sinn Féin has wiped the card. For, now, a, mul- for a multitude of reasons, yeah. For a multitude of reasons. Because they've said they'll come out and, what, and do what the Irish people have asked. Build houses. But sure, I could, yeah, but I could say that tomorrow, you know what I mean? We could all say that, sure. Get but rid you, of waiting lists. Yes, but she's come out and she said it to the country. But, but, I, but I've heard yeah, seven. Thank, I've thank heard you. seven previous governments say we're going to get rid of waiting lists, and they're still there. Yeah, but the question is, I'm asking is, can she deliver? Will she deliver? Give her a chance. We've had Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael for God knows how long. Now the country has asked the question of Sinn Féin, and they does it not, they does have it to not, deliver. Does it not concern you when Sinn Féin say that their influences are Venezuela and Cuba? Noel, don't you know? Come oh, down on that. Noel, that, that we might as Bernie Sanders said the same thing, by the way. But I, uh, does that not concern you? And Bernie Sanders is not going to be president right. of America <laughs> either. So I know, you know that. I can tell you that for sure. Although he seemingly he always tops the polls in popular people, but however. Well, Noel, you know. can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you exercise your right to vote in this country this year? I did. You did. Yeah. Is that is that why you're so bitter? No, I'm not bitter. Because the X you put in the paper wasn't what came up to your standards. Well, no, what, what I, I mean, I, I'm not going to agree. What I put on the paper did come up to my standards. Well, when I say up to my standards, it was the best that we're going to get. I actually, when, when I went in to vote, I was probably 99% sure that Sinn Féin were going to wipe the floor. I knew they would because I knew there was an appetite for change. I'm well aware of that. Right, right. Fair you enough. know, but but my concern is is when you have a politician, and, you know, and Mary Lou, by the way, I've met her; she's a nice person. And when somebody like Mary Lou goes up there and makes promises that I believe she can't keep, well, every Pat mm. Rabbit said, Hello? you know, after a, a previous general election, election he was interviewed. Yeah. That that's what you say during an election. Ah, yeah, but I, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, look, yeah, everybody lies. We understand that, but you know, Michal lied, and so did so did Leo Varaga. They're all telling lies, right? They'll all tell you what you want to hear. But let's be reasonable about it. They're not over ambitious either. What we do know, Noel, and you've, you've instanced the health service there, for instance. What we do know is that Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, Labour, the Progressive Democrats, and all of the other regal, the Greens who have been in power for the past twenty years have failed to deal with it. The only people who haven't exactly. had a chance. To, to mess it up or to sort it is Sinn Féin. Okay, yeah, sorry, John. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, look, um, Paul is right there. We should never forget our past. We should never forget the lads in 1916. Ah, there you be. go, John. I knew you were going to mention that. Yeah, me yeah, me but, and you well, fell, uh, out, uh, we uh, fell uh, out for six months over this the last time. Right, but also, we <laughs> shouldn't forget the likes of Bobby Sands, right? And these guys, young men, they gave up their life and had horrendous deaths, right? But what we need to do, like, there are times and places now and proper ceremonies for that and remembrance, right? What we need, though, 
We need Sinn Féin, the people have spoken now, we need a, a settling period now, things need to settle down, the country needs to be sorted out, and the last thing we knew, you know are these tactics now that just given given ammunition to people that will be looking for a chance for the poke at Sinn Féin, when we now need Sinn Féin to settle down in government with Fianna Fáil or whoever, right, for the sake of the country, and stop this He's crap and this rhetoric. Yeah, it's childishness. It is childishness. So stay there for a second. All of you stay there. Let me just finally go to Turlock. And Turlock, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Turlock? Hi, Niall. Uh, it is Turlock. Is that how you pronounce your name? It is, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. Okay, Turlock, you're concerned. Uh, I'll give you the scariest five words in the English dictionary. Uh, Sinn Féin, Minister for Justice. Right, okay. Um, on the Why? Because they won't recognise the Special Criminal Court? Well, also that... Um, the, They've already failed the, the test of trustworthiness, you know. Um, it's all right to be shouting your mouth off or, you know, claiming allegiance to a certain flag or a, or a certain cause. But then you're now, you're now a public representative and claiming to represent the will a of the people. A certain flag. Jesus Christ. Sorry, Paul. And a certain flag. A certain flag. A flag. Yeah. It's a Republic of Ireland's flag. Why don't you just come out and say it? I don't need to like the Desi Ellis to, to remind us of our history. We, we all know we have our history books. We know where the history is. Um, but right, so you don't frankly, remember... Well, hang, on, hang on, Paul. Let, Paul, let him finish. Let him finish, Paul. Quite, quite frankly, um, I, I would have serious concerns um, about the conduct of uh, certain Sinn Féin TDs uh, sitting around the cabinet table where sensitive inf- guard intelligence information might be shared about either subversives or cab operations. Um, I, I just uh, see, see this is more of the scare tactics again. Mm. Let me give you the figure. No, no, well, hang, well, hang, well, hang on. Has he, is he not got a point when you think about it that certain Sinn Féin members have got criminal records? They've spent a long time in jail. They are involved with some of the wrong people. We all know this. So, I mean, okay, it may be in their past. Well, is he not right that they're sitting around a table, you know, talking to a justice minister, minister or the head of the guard of Sheikh involved with 19, the wrong people, Niall. In 1922, every member of the Fine Gael party, Cumann Gael, who went into government, had been in jail. This is not 1922. Hold on. In 1932, when Fianna Fáil went into power, almost every one of this them This is had not been 1932. In jail. Hold on. Now and, and, no, no and let me just give you the figures that have been got there in oil, because I think this is important. This is the joint figure for the, the Westminster election in December and the Dáil elections on Saturday. The total vote for Sinn Féin across the island was 717,448. That's almost three quarters of a million people who, don't, who reject the nonsense that's going on here tonight and who have voted for Sinn Féin. That is the, uh, okay, well, 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 okay, well, let me put that to Turlock. Turlock, uh, you have concerns. I have concerns, genuinely, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but it seems that the majority of people of Ireland don't have those same concerns. Well, we don't know that some of them don't. You know, we, well, we why would you vote like for them? I, I wouldn't vote if I had concerns. I, I, I mean, to be honest, I've, I've hadn't no voted between the phone in a long time um, and did most, more recently. Uh, no, most of their policies were similar to Fine, Fine Gael uh, um, and the centrist parties. But the reason I voted for uh, Fianna Fáil this time around because they specifically said they would not accommodate Sinn Féin in, in any government or coalition. Um, and and I think the, be- the best, <laughs> best of both those parties... Well, you you see, that shows a level of political naivety on your behalf because if you listen to me on this programme, I've been saying for months, actually since the last election, that the next government would, would encompass Fianna Fáil and Sinn Féin, no matter what rhetoric they well, I, I'm not sure, Jack. I mean, the jury's still out of that. I no, believe... Can I make a point? Well, I don't, I don't think the jury's out. I think Michal Martin has conveyed it abundantly clear, and so has Mary Lou, that they'd be both willing to go into government together. There's not going to be a second well, election. I, I, if, if I was uh, Actually, sitting around a Fianna Fáil uh, cabinet table, I'd be suggesting let, let Sinn Féin onto, onto the pitch um, and let's just hope uh, nearly on their own or with... Uh, let, let, you know, left aligned uh, parties and just hope that they don't do, do, do too, too, too much, much damage in the meantime. Okay, yeah, sorry, Paul, you want to say something there, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to throw this into all the lads there and uh, I, I thank them on, on what they're saying and I disagree with some points, but however, can I throw this in? Uh, just say, right, go back in history. Finna Fall hasn't delivered, Fine Gael hasn't delivered. If Sinn, Sinn Fein doesn't deliver this time round, What's next? Is there a revolution of the people? 
Now, if they don't, look, if Sinn Féin and Fianna Fáil go into government now with the Greens, most likely, which is what the bets are, um, what will happen is if they don't deliver, Fianna Gael will get back in again in five years' time. Exactly, and I think that's probably... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yes, already. Because they're going to be opposition now. Listen, lads, I have to wrap it up. Listen, thank you very much indeed to everybody who got involved in that conversation. Lots of people texting. Uh, Charlie Hawhey was selling the Irish beef um, for guns. Yeah. Pathetic, pathetic, pathetic. Now, nah, that's how you're coming across. Get over it. Stop spitting your dummy out. Bloody pathetic. Okay, Kevin, I get the point that you're saying it's pathetic. I'm sure you're only watching the coverage, Kevin, for one reason and one reason only today, and I won't remind you of that. Oh, you sorry, Maliki wants to make one more point if he can. Sorry, go one ahead. One point, Noel. All of these people who are telling us about Sinn Féin shouldn't be going into government and complaining about them have been banging on for the past three years, insisting that they went into power in the North. So if it's good enough for the people of the North to be ruled by Sinn Féin and the DUP, then surely it's good enough for the people down here to accept the democratic mandate that they now have. OK, thanks, Maliki. Uh, Barry, by the way, says, now the only reason you're attacking Sinn Féin is because uh, under Sinn Féin, government millionaires like Boylan would have to pay proper, uh, proper tax. Government millionaires like Boylan. I don't work for RTE, and I'm certainly far from a millionaire. No, no, I'm not. I'm not of the Joe Duffy, Ray Darcy, uh, Ryan Tuberty standard. Uh, no, not the type of salaries those lads are on from the state. Uh, you got it all wrong, Barry. Got it all wrong. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Classic hits.